This is the Golden V Podcast. The Golden V Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area. Hey everyone, welcome back. It's season two, episode 15 of the Golden View Podcast, Thursday, January the 12th. And on Thursday, January the 5th, and I've shared it already, but I can share it again, uh, we did the bi-weekly Warriors breakdown with our co-pilot and friend Earl Thomas. So today's episode is going to look at other news, Vancouver sports news, as we always talk about. Um, and I've said before that this is a Vancouver, Canada sports podcast that talks about hockey, football, baseball, and soccer. Uh, we look at the Canucks, Lions, Whitecaps, and Canadians, obviously, and the Vancouver Warriors. Um, and so I'm going to start off with a couple things. But the piece of Warriors news that I saw most recently is the fact that uh, Dan Richardson has now left the Warriors. Uh, we didn't talk about that last week, but we speculated about that. Um, and so that's happened. Dan's left the Warriors. And I've actually just looked at it, too. Their assistant GM has also left um, as well. And I'm just going to pull that up because that is significant to note. And as, as I was saying to Earl yesterday on the phone, the article that I shared on our Facebook page, uh, the Golden View Podcast Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash Golden View Podcast. I'm in the process of actually uh, setting up the domain name, which will be goldenviewpodcast.ca. Um, is that Cody Jansen originally reported, and Cody is the uh, play-by-play for the um, Saskatchewan Rush, is that uh, Dan Richardson had been fired, and I actually think there's some dispute about that because from the impression that I got at, at another article that I shared uh, is that in actual fact, Dan had experienced health problems um, after having a mild heart attack. And so I, I suspect in a lot of ways, this is why Dan has stepped away uh, from the team. And I'm just going to find the assistant GM's name here while I do that. But I, I'm actually speculating and actually wondering, and I'm trying to figure out how I can get confirmation of this. If actually, um, you know, Dan did it for health reasons more than anything else. Um, and we're going to have our biweekly Warriors breakdown with Earl next week, uh, Thursday, January 19th. That'll be live on our Facebook page. Um, but yeah, no, assistant general manager Ken Thomas is also leaving the organization. So Dan has stepped down, Ken Thomas has uh, stepped down, and obviously we know about Steve Fryer being cut. So if people were clamoring for changes, uh, they've gotten them when, they, when, they, when you think about the fact that uh, Chris Gill was fired, uh, Troy Cordingly was brought in, and now this has happened. Um, and I know we're leading with this because even though we have our uh, bi-weekly show with Earl, um, it's still important. And so that's where we're leaving that. And now I'm going to move on to something else. Uh, the next thing we're going to talk about, and of course, what we always want to talk about, and what everybody likes to talk about when it comes to sports in Vancouver, has got to be the Vancouver Canucks. And so the Canucks are in Tampa Bay tonight to uh, play the Tampa Bay Lightning. Then they are in Florida, not that far away, to play the Florida Panthers. And I don't know the actual area of where it is. Um, I think it's actually Sunrise, Florida, and then um, they go to Carolina. So it's not three, you know, it's three not-so-easy games on this road trip. You have the two-time defending cup champs who last year lost to Colorado in the cup final. You have the team who is the best uh, overall team in the NHL last season in the regular season in Florida, 
and then one of the best teams in the NHL this season in Carolina. Um, and I'm just looking through some interesting information here as I often look at Twitter, but one of the um, more more interesting pieces is the fact that Oliver ekman Larson has now been scratched. And we all know, or maybe you don't know, about all the hoopla, um, anger, frustration, whatever you want to call it, when the Canucks... Um, traded for Oliver ekman Larson and Connor Garland last year. And actually, one of the things that came out in the World Junior Tournament is one of the picks that the Arizona Coyotes got for him, which was Dylan Gunther. So um, just looking at some tweets, but sharing some more information, I found a great article. I just started uh, subscribing to The Athletic. Uh, good deal, actually, too. $1.99 a month for 12 months, then $9.99. So I don't know if I'll keep it longer than a year, but definitely worth paying for. Um, and this is Thomas Drantz, who... Amongst other things, writes for The Athletic. He uh, hosts uh, the Canucks Hour on Sportsnet 650. Uh, Thomas has his detractors. I also think a lot of the stuff he writes, especially the way he embeds it in a lot of metrics, um, a lot of really relevant stats. Um, They're talking about this article in The Athletic, and I'll share it on the Golden V podcast uh, Facebook page as we're doing the show, um, it's just about Oliver ekman Larson and Tyler Myers. Um, and not so much their value, um, but they rank among the top 45 defensemen in the NHL by cap hit. So that means money paid out. And so if you look at the, some of the uh, defense pairings in this, um, in this article, you have the least efficient defensive pairs uh, for 22-23, uh, Ekman, Larson, and Myers are the top, and where they're also the top is five-on-five five total ice time. They're they're not the top, but in surplus value, and he dives a little deeper into surplus value. They're at minus fourteen million dollars, so they're currently um, f- earning fifteen point five million this season, uh, while eating up thirteen point two six million in cap space. Um, you know, really sheds some light on the fact that yep, and this is Jim Benning, right? Even though you could say that. Could be argued that Rutherford and Alvin could have made some changes here uh, with these two defensemen. Some of the moves they made in the offseason, uh, bringing in guys like Ilya Mikhaev. Uh, they did bring in Travis Dermott. Um, just how bad this Canucks defense is, and here's the basically the two star pieces of it. Um, and it's, you know, some of these stats, and I'll share the article, are just stunning. When you think about... Um, some of the efficiency too, or the lack there of efficiency of these players in terms of some of the metrics. I'm going to grab one out of the article. Now, one that, one that really stood out to me was, and actually also the article talks about um, a metric called game score value added metric, which I might, I'm going to have to explore. I'm not going to do it here on the show. Um, but it, it just sort of lays out to you um, the value of these players, right? And so here's one that's interesting of Myers. No, not... He said, Thomas Durant says the Canucks have been outchanced by 76 with Myers on the ice and his plus five rating and even five on five of goal differential are almost entirely a product of him sharing the ice with a bunch of elite finishers, converting in an astounding clip rather than a reflection of his individual contributions. Um, looking at some of Larson's stats here. Um, with Ekman Larson on in the ice at five on five, the club has been outscored by 10 and outchanced by 55. So that's a pretty significant trade piece when you think of the fact that he's a uh, $7 million cap hit, and I believe it's for another five seasons. But let's not get too bogged down in this because, you know, we've, we've kind of gone over this now. We know about all the Canucks struggles. Um, 
We know about the game in Pittsburgh the other night. They're up 3 nothing, And I think a lot of that was bad goaltending by Casey DeSmith, the Penguins. Uh, they give up three goals. It's it's tied 3-3 at the end of the first, and then the Penguins win 5-4. Um, but Larson, as I said, too, has been scratched, so that should be interesting. Um, I don't know who they have to replace him that's any better, uh, although people want a guy like Larson out. I often wonder, um, you know, who's going to... Um, Who's going to step in and actually replace Larson? Do the Canucks have any serious options? I guess they have Riley Steelman. Um, are they going to bring up Jack Rathbone is one thing that I thought. Um, and so, yeah, no. I mean, this team is a mess. We all know that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens tonight in Tampa. And so uh, just looking at some other Canucks news I'm going to share with you here. Uh, but this is um, really interesting to see what's going to happen. But, um, yeah, no, let's... Um, Let's take a look at the uh, the next piece on our sports list. And actually, there's a ton of detail here, too. And I've been trying to do research and trying to understand um, what's happening in the WHL right now with the Giants. Because the Giants, um, after the tournament that Zach Ostapchuk had for the uh, Canada men's uh, team at the World Juniors, and the uh, World Juniors won the gold medal, um, I didn't realize that actually... Zach Ostapchuk had been traded. And so this is a big trade uh, for the Giants, too, because they acquire three first-round picks, two forwards, two prospects, and a fifth round. And Ostapchuk goes to Winnipeg. And so the Winnipeg team here, let me just see if I can find it, the Winnipeg Ice. Um, Zach was drafted by the Giants in this 2017 prospects draft. Uh, 96 points in 153 Western Hockey League games, 132 minutes. Um because I've been doing the podcast, I've been getting a lot more into following the Giants. And so when I actually started following the Giants and doing the podcast, that's how I learned about Zach. And so to actually watch him in the junior tournament and watch some of the games that he played, um, and I uh, was actually wondering, um, you know, how he was doing and just remember seeing him on the ice and thinking, right. But uh, yeah, no, he's no longer a Giant, which which I think is too bad, but I don't understand some of the uh, specifics here and why the Giants have uh, chosen to do this. Uh, so Ty Thorpe is now named the 20th captain of the Vancouver Giants uh, because Zach Ostapchuk has obviously been traded. Um, so Zach Ostapchuk is now your uh, captain of the Vancouver Giants. Uh, looking at some Giants uh, results here too, losing last night in Kamloops, or uh, back on the uh, 10th of January, losing in Kamloops. Uh, to the Kamloops Blazers just by a score of six to three, outshot forty-two to twenty-two. Uh, Jesper Vickman in for the Giants, thirteen to seventeen. Then pulled. Then Brett Merwald made twenty-three of twenty-four. Uh, Dylan Ernst with nineteen of twenty-two for uh, saves for Kamloops. So that's not a great result for the Giants. Um, and just one other um, pick as they acquire uh, Ben Feenan for a twenty twenty-six seventh rounder. Um, Ben Feenan is a 2004-born defender for the Tri-State Americans. Uh, he doesn't have much here um, other than that. But, uh, yeah, no, let's move on from the Giants as well because what's actually also happening uh, is the Vancouver Whitecaps are starting their training camp. And I shared some previous details on a previous podcast uh, about the Giant, about the Whitecaps, I should say, excuse me, um, and some of their... Um, some of their um, their happenings in the offseason. And so this is from Monday, January the 9th. Whitecaps FC confirmed roster for the start of the 2023 
uh, preseason uh, training camp. Just looking down some names here. Um, 2022, there are 20 returning players. Um, Ryan Gold and Andrews Kubis are the ones that are designated. I've said before in the podcast, it's one of the reasons why I like watching the Whitecaps is because I like watching Gold. Um, let's take a bit of a breakdown here. We got Max Anker, Isaac Bomer, Thomas DeSalle, and Cohen Parking in um, goal for the Whitecaps. Ali Ahmed, Tristan Blackmon, Javane Brown, Matteo Campagna, uh, Christian Gutierrez, Daniel Knudsen, Lewis Martins, Veselinovic, uh, Yao, midfielders. Who do I recognize in the midfielder category there? Russell Tybert, Ryan Raposo, uh, Julian Gressel. Uh, midfielders and forwards, obviously, uh, Ryan Gold, Brian White, Kristen Diomi. And then I'm just going to find one thing, too, because um, the Caps have it, and I've shared this in a previous podcast, the Caps have their, um, they have their, uh, on their website, they have an actual breakdown of the actual preseason, and I thought I had, had actually grabbed it. Um, let's just take a look. So they've confirmed the, um, confirmed the preseason roster. We talked previously about the uh, CONCACAF Champions League game against Real Espana Wednesday, March the 8th. Uh, Saturday, March the 11th at home against FC Dallas. Uh, just trying to look at some of the other stuff on the website. But yeah, no, the Caps are slowly getting back in action. And what I was actually trying to find out is um, where their training camp is and um, what else was happening. But I'll have to do that on a future podcast because... Uh, We've got other stuff to cover here, and I'm going to move over to uh, the Vancouver Canadians. And it's kind of interesting to try and find uh, Vancouver Canadians news uh, at this time of the year, even though I'm seeing a lot of tweets about uh, players and teams reporting. I mean, and obviously I don't cover Major League Baseball on this podcast, but there's been a huge amount of um, stuff going on in terms of Major League Baseball free agency, offseason. Only thing the C's shared on their Facebook page on January the 10th uh, is that January 15th is National Hat Day. So I think that's the only C's, um, C's news that I can see. Um, I'm just trying to think if I saw anything else. Um, I think I shared this one, 100 Days of Baseball, uh, Until Baseball Returns to the Nat. That was on December 28th. Uh, I shared my podcast on there, on one of their pages. Uh, that's really about it for the Canadians moving to the... Uh, BC Lions obviously finding some cool stuff uh, through Twitter about the BC Lions just because of the nature um, of the CFL news. And it's actually Chris O'Leary who reported that uh, from the CFL GMs and presidents meeting in Kananaskis, uh, co-GM Neil McAvoy says he's hoping to have Nathan Rourke's NFL decision in the next 10 days. That was on January the 10th. And I saw one other thing on a Facebook group about somebody uh, sharing or suggesting that uh, Rourke was trying out with the Cincinnati Cincinnati Bengals uh, as well. And if I go into the Facebook groups on my podcast, I can show those to you, um, or I can share them with you, actually. Um, there's the BC Lions Virtual Den, which is probably the best one. That's the official one. Um, there's people speculating about who the Lions could get as a quarterback. Um if Rourke doesn't return, they already have Vernon Adams. We know that. They moved him for that. They got him for that first-round pick. And I don't actually know who has that first-round pick. Um, 
But yeah, there you go. There's not much other Lions news on the horizon. I'm trying to find other stuff as I uh, surf on Twitter or, um, you know, look for things around online on Facebook groups, in the newspaper. And it was Farhan Lalji, too, actually, who um, his workout tour for Nathan Rourke concluded in Cleveland. So I don't know if it means he's going to play for the Browns. I didn't really go um, in depth about uh, what's happening with Nathan Rourke. Also check out Donnie and Dolly as well. At Donnie and Dolly, they have an interview today uh, with Farhan regarding Rourke. I think everybody in their selfish nature um, really, really wants Nathan Rourke to return to the Lions. Um, but, you know, that may not happen. Um, and it, I know people will be sad or upset, but he has to do what's best for him. Um, the, the BC Lions sharing on their Twitter account today um, that Neil McAvoy, co-GM, is basically, um, you know, he's he's uh, trying to figure it out um, based on what's happening. And so, yeah, no, I mean, it's going to be tough for the Lions. I know I got really excited about this season. I've talked on many podcasts about how bad the, the uh, team has been uh, over, say, since probably 2016 and until this season. And so we'll see what they do. But, uh, yeah, no, I think it's going to be Adams in a lot of ways. Uh, noticing, too, that um, Lucius Portfoy, who we talked about last week, uh, leaving the Lions, uh, signed with the Edmonton Elks, um, which I think is too bad. One thing I noticed on the Lions website that was interesting, I know it's shareable on the Golden View podcast, but it's not really, well, I guess it's team news, but it's BC Lions free agent camps in 2023. So they staged numerous free agent camps in cities across the United States during the off season, hundred dollar registration fee, uh, looking at what's happening in terms of the, like, like the, the rules, the rules of the breakdown there at Clark high school in Las Vegas, Nevada on Saturday, February the 4th, uh, 2023. So basically there's, I'm assuming, I don't know exactly how it works, but basically free agents working out for the Lions, people showing their stuff. Um, and trying to try out for a CFL team, and I don't know if they're maybe just trying to pin their way onto an NFL team if they can make it to a um, to a CFL team, or if they're just trying to um, if they're trying to um, you know get somewhere. But uh, yeah, no, that's an interesting little development, and uh, we're going to wrap up the podcast for today. And I will uh, be sharing more sports news. Check out the Facebook.com forward slash Golden View Podcast. I'm in the process of set, setting up goldenviewpodcast.ca, uh, the Golden View Podcast website, and um, we will go from there. I'll talk to you soon. This is the Golden V Podcast. The Golden V Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area.